When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Crankworks, that's Crankworks uh, with an X at the end there. World-class sporting festival is returning to New Zealand. Event and ticketing information is at crankworks.com slash festival slash Rotorua. Of course, it does go all around the world, and uh, one of the participants in Crankworks around the world, uh, she's been stood on the podium more times than you've had hot dinners probably. She's been an Olympian, she's won world championships, and uh, she's... No stranger to going downhill real fast on two wheels. It is Caroline Buchanan joins us on the show. G'day, Caroline. How are you? Good morning, guys. Now, uh, you're getting ready to, to, to come out to Crank Works Rotorua at the beginning of next month. Uh, what does coming to, to New Zealand and, and that course in uh, Rotorua mean for you? I've, I've seen a few videos of the course uh, done by the guys, I think, at Red Bull, saying that they think it's up there as one of the best courses in the world. How, how do you rate it and how much are you looking forward to being here? It's incredible. So the Crankworks World Tour, we've had three stops already in Cairns, Innsbruck, in Europe as well as Whistler, and the final stop is going to wrap up the season in Rotorua. The courses, they've made some changes. So I've heard that three of the courses, the pump track, the speed and style, and the whip-off jump, uh, they've all been moved. So, yeah, they've put a lot of infrastructure in. The downhill is going to be at the venue as well as in the iconic Redwoods. So it's basically, yeah, a mountain bike festival where they've got about seven different disciplines. And, yeah, I encourage anyone to bring the family down and, and come see the show. How does it compare, do you think, Rotorua and the Redwoods to Whistler? Because I know Whistler, just quietly, is probably your favourite, isn't it? Um, well, actually, we just had Cairns, and I'm obviously an Aussie, and I just racked up three podiums, and the courses were also insane. So I think my newest favourite is, is going to be Cairns, but we're coming off a high off this last round into into Rotorua. Yeah, it's, it feels like every course just tries to one up the the other the previous course. So is this going to be a, a case, um, Caro, of every time you go do a course, it's going to become your new favourite course? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it just seems to start happening that way. And Rotorua, I always love going there to experience the culture and obviously the hot pools, stay at the Millennium Hotel, so everything's like super central. And yeah, I mean, we're going to be there. Some of the best events for people to come down to watch is one of the night shows with the whip-off. It's like a crazy jam. Um, they always have food and beverages on the mountains, so come and enjoy the show. Yeah, it's going to be a great uh, great atmosphere, a great show, lots of entertainment to, to, to be seen as well. But from a competitor's point of view, you know, there's so many disciplines. Uh, how do you train for so many disciplines when, you, you you know, you've got to do so many different things? It is. Well, it's a bit of a logistical system. I mean, flying to New Zealand with three bikes um, or your spares, your tyres. Uh, and then for me, I do the pump track, the dual slalom, the speed and style, and I'll be competing in the two downhill disciplines. So, over seven days, I'm competing in five events, and because I'm up for the overall title, yeah, it is a little bit of logistical crazy madness. Um, for me, my background, I've done 
about the last 15 years of BMX racing, gone to Olympic Games. So the training for BMX and mountain bike, they're pretty similar. It's a very heavy sprint power sport uh, and obviously high skill with all the tricks and backflips as well. Am I right in thinking that uh, mountain bikes might be a little bit easier on the knees than BMXs just with the, uh, you know, the sort of suspensions and things you get? <laughs> yeah, a little bit easier on the knees, but then again, you're going down mountains and there's a few more trees and obstacles to hit. So both come with high risk and that's all part of the enjoyment of the risk reward factor. Some of the best events to watch uh, at Rotorua will be the main event, which is the men's slope style. And that's the freestyle discipline down the hill where we've got Amelia Hansen and Nikolai Ragakin, um, and they're yeah, yeah they're, well, they're the stars of the show. I, I think the idea is not to hit the trees, right? Yeah, stare at the tree, hit the tree. So yeah. don't stare at the tree, don't hit the tree. Yeah, that's the perfect, <laughs> perfect. That works. How, how did you? How and when did you transition from being you know a, a BMX competitor who was at the Olympics to doing downhill mountain bike? So over. The sort of two Olympic cycles of the London Olympics and then the Rio Olympics, I was dabbling in two years heavy focus BMX and then two years heavy focus mountain bike. Um, in the last two years, I actually narrowly missed the selection for the Tokyo Games. So the benefit that I had as an athlete that had this platform of being a multi-discipline athlete, I was able to take a little step back and go, you know, what are the doors that are opening? What are some epic opportunities? And Mountain biking and freeride has one of the biggest global world tours, amazing prize money, awesome support from the industry, Trek bikes. And I just said, hey, you know, like I've um, achieved a lot in BMX, gone to the Olympics, won world titles, and this door's open in mountain biking. So it was really that smooth transition. And I recommend any athletes, if you're growing up or parents that have kids, I mean, get them into all different sports and diversify because as the industry changes, as the world changes, you go through COVID, you have you know, events that are cancelled around the world, um, making a career out of a living um, from a sport, yeah, to be able to be resilient and to be able to diversify made it really easy for me just to take up full-time mountain biking and dive straight in. Yeah, when, when did you start BMXing competitively and what other sports did you do competitively before you discovered, hey, this is me? Um, so I started BMX at five and I wanted to go to my first world championships in Paris at nine. I was doing tennis at the time, taekwondo, BMX, soccer, all of it. And, um, my parents actually gave me an ultimatum. They said, you know, do you want to get your black belt in taekwondo or do you want to go to the BMX worlds in Paris? So I, um, hung up the taekwondo boots and decided BMX was the thing. And then from there, it was that natural progression pathway from BMX racing to freestyle to mountain biking, um, through state, national, world, Olympic. I remember as a kid, it was the ultimate thing if you could have a Diamondback, you know, the, the old Diamondback <laughs> BMX. Uh, what was your first bike? And what was it, what was the first bike that you kind of had the picture on the wall that you're like, I'm going to own one of those one day? Well, the Diamondback was a good bike. Um, I had a Mongoose, actually. So that was my very first. They were the OG bikes back in the 80s. And BMX was a really big sport. It boomed in the 80s. And then it kind of dipped through the 90s. Um, then it became an Olympic sport, which completely changed the evolution of BMX. Bigger start hills, bigger ramps. You're dropping in off like a three-story building now. Um, as soon as the sport went high performance to that Olympic level, obviously you then end up in a whole different support network through the federations. I know New Zealand Cycling really picked up BMX heavily with Sarah Walker and um, supported them. So, yeah, the sport's in a healthy place, both BMX and mountain bike right now. And encourage anyone to give it a go. 
Of all the disciplines that you do on the Crankworks World Tour, what's the one that's your, you know, if you had to just do one, which one would it be? Oh, my specialty is a bit more pump track, um, but that's where you have no chain and it's, you know, you're building your own momentum. I would say speed and style is the event for me. It's head-to-head racing, so it's that dual slalom format. Down a mountain, um, you're going around flags, moguls, jumps, drops, and then you've got two trick features. So your time deducted, your trick is your overall score. So, yeah, us girls are going head-to-head. We're throwing backflips now, and then we're racing down a mountain. So that's probably the best uh, adrenaline rush and one I love the most. The, in the in the lead up to uh, this interview, uh, Carol, I I did uh, some as you'd expect from a pr- true professional some research, and I watched uh, on uh, your YouTube channel. I watched you do the first ever front flip by a female rider. Um, how was that? And and what was going through your head? Yes, I did. So that was at the Audi Nines event in a quarry in Germany last year, and up until that point, we'd had actually a New Zealand athlete, Ellie Chu, she'd done it on BMX in the Nitro World Circus Tour. No one had ever done it on a mountain bike as a female. So I'd prepared um, at my home in Australia, landed about four to an airbag safely. And I thought, yeah, like let's, this was mid-COVID and knew I had to come home and quarantine and didn't want to obviously come home injured. (laughs) And I was like, let's go over there, stomp this world first front flip and managed to land it first go. And come home safe to Australia, and oh, then quarantine. Mate, it was well done. <laughs> it was impressive to watch. I've, I, I've got um, my uncle. Uh, he's unfortunately no longer with us, but he was a mountain climber, and he climbed Everest a couple of times and did a lot of that kind of stuff. And I remember saying to him about heights, thinking, you know, aren't you scared? Aren't you frightened? And he goes, Oh, you've got to have the fear, otherwise, you know, you end up killing yourself. Um, but when you're going to try something like that for the first time, there's got to be a little bit of fear there. Where does that sit in your head amongst everything else that you're trying to focus on? It is that fear gives you that alertness and the ability to actually stay focused on the job at hand. So, yeah, your body reminds you that this could hurt if you fall or you could have, you know, a major injury. Um, so it, those warning signs is what you use and you use that adrenaline and that fear and that jitteriness. You turn it into energy to focus. So, yeah, when I was dropping in, it was that moment of like you've really just got to turn off your brain. You've got to send it that first time and then build from there. And whether you make a mistake, under-rotate, over-rotate, the body is so resilient that, yeah, you can get back up and go again. But it's that moment of saying to yourself, like, I'm all in. You've got to go that first attempt and then make those mistakes and build from there. Ah, good stuff. Hey, Caro, listen, it's been a pleasure talking to you, mate. I, I really appreciate your time, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in action over here. Go well, uh, prepare well, and uh, travel safe, and uh, we will see you in, what, just about a month's time? Yes, just under a month. First event will be actually in Gisborne for a pump track uh, world qualifier and then over to Rotorua. So a little bit of a tour of New Zealand and can't wait to be over there with you guys. Oh, mate, bring your surfboard. Gizzy has the best surf. Go to, so make sure you've got a surfboard handy, all right? <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Go well. Uh, there you go, Caroline Buchanan there with us. Uh, top international riders going head-to-head with Kiwi riders. Come and see what it's all about. Crankworks with Rotorua. And uh, that is Crankworks with an X at the end. You can get ticketing information and event information at crankworks.com slash festival slash Rotorua. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.